What is up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Real Talk. If you are new here, thank you for tuning in. Please go hit that follow button on Instagram, Talk underscore podcast one, for all the latest updates on my episodes. If you are not new here, you already know the vibes. It is Saturday. We are here to talk our shit. Make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a motherfucking friend. Um, our Jengas are still for sale. Our board games are still for sale. Our card games are for sale. Make sure you are following. Make sure you're checking that out. Make sure you are sharing. Make sure you are participating in our polls. Make sure you are commenting. Because a lot of y'all just be really sitting there like the creep in the white van. Okay? Y'all just sit there and y'all just watch and y'all don't participate. Y'all don't say nothing. Y'all don't share nothing. Y'all don't comment on. And it's like, what are we doing? What are, what are, what are you doing? Like, why are you here? What's up? Are you going to listen to an episode? Are you going to share an episode? Are you going to tell a friend to tell a friend? You know? I don't know. Okay. Um, but we have a big surprise coming up. Big, 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 big surprise coming up. So stay tuned, stay tuned, stay tuned, stay tuned. Big surprise coming up. And I'm super excited about it. But my job is my job business for right now. Okay. I'll let y'all know when y'all could get up in my business. Right now ain't the time, okay? But just stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Today we are going to be talking about mistakes that couples make and how they are ruining your relationship, how they are ruining your self-esteem, how they are ruining who you are as a person. Okay? Big mistakes that couples make. Let's get motherfucking into it. Okay. Okay. So the most common relationships mistakes people make, and I'm going to tell you what to do about it. Again, I'm not a therapist. I'm not a relationship expert. I mean, at this point, I probably should be, but I am not. Okay. Not yet. When I decide to become one, I'm going to let y'all know. Y'all will be the first to know. Okay. But okay, here we go. Number one, focusing more on what's wrong rather than what's right. Mm, This is a big, big, big one. Okay. The fundamental truth in life is that humans tend to find what they look for, okay? You go looking for something, you're going to find it, okay? Some people are convinced that we are on the path to, like, immediate ruin, right? While other people believe that we're living in the most exciting time to be alive in history. We got technology, we got phones, we got internet. This is a time to fucking be alive, you know what I'm saying? But both opinions can point to outstanding arguments to support both of their opinions, right? But how can they both be right when we all live in the same world, right? How can they both be right? Mm. We do this because humans have an ability to live in a world of their own making, right? We just choose where to focus. And this is also how you can keep your love alive and vibrant at the same time, right? So you can focus on what a lazy, forgetful, good for nothing, piece of shit, cheating ass. Da, da, da. Nah, I'm not going to say cheating because if you cheat, you got to fucking go. Ain't no ifs, ands, and buts. Yeah, yeah, buddy, you're getting out of here, okay? <laughs> but we can focus on, like, you know, all the things that are wrong with the partner that we have, right? Or you can see them for the partner that you fell in love with, that you chose to be in a relationship with, Right? You can see them as a wonderful, loving partner who occasionally overlooks a request when they're distracted, let's say, right? Or, you know, who, you know, may have cooked dinner but didn't sweep the floor. Who may have swept the floor but didn't cook dinner, you know? Who may have done this wrong but, you know, they did this. They did this right, you know? A lot of times we focus on the bad instead of on the good, okay? Sometimes you have to look at, okay, well, they didn't do this that I wanted them or needed them to do, but they did do this. So I appreciate that. 
Not just, oh, they ain't do this, so fuck what they did good. Let me just focus on what the fuck they did bad. That's a problem. That's a problem, okay? Another mistake is preferring to be right rather than be happy. And these two go hand in hand, okay? As long as we're talking about how to respond proactively when things go wrong, let's just acknowledge that there will inevitably be times when your partner falls short and they make a mistake or they just fuck up, okay? There will be times. And even though it may seem justified in the moment, choosing the right response will like build trust and create, you know, happiness and communication and this and that. Deciding that you want to be right about everything will damage that trust. And that's going to create a resentment. Plus, it's going to teach them how to put up a wall, right? How to deny and argue rather than apologize and admit the mistake and, you know, talk about what happened because communication and comprehension is fucking key, people. I don't know how many times I got to say it, right? So what you should do is it's critical and smart to condition the behavior you want to see, right? Not punish the relationship that you want to last. I'm going to say it again. It's critical to reward, you know, the relationship that you want rather than punish the relationship that you think will last. Okay. Take the high road. Okay. Give your partner the benefit of the doubt, especially if they don't, you know, expect or feel like they deserve it. Okay. It really builds up appreciation and desire to do better next time to please you. To make sure that, you know, they do the right thing. Because last time I fucked up, fuck. Like, I, you know, she really just, you know, rewarded the things that I did right. And she didn't really. And I'm not talking about cheating people. I'm not talking about cheating. I know people's thinking like, oh, well, if they cheat. Duh, duh. We're not talking about cheating. If a person cheats on you, especially multiple times, my girl, okay? It's time to go. It was been time to go. But to each his own, you know what I'm saying? But. Bottom line, whenever possible, give people like a graceful way to save face when they fuck up, when they screw up, okay? Like have the humility to apologize quickly if you are the one who fucks up because both habits will go a very long way in creating a happy, loving relationship, okay? Another one is taking things personally and making it all about you. Human beings will usually try to meet like their perceived needs, even if it occasionally means violating their values in some way, right? The truth is it often has very little to do with anyone else because someone else's needs simply aren't your own, okay? We all have different needs. We all have different wants. We all have different triggers. We all have different everything, okay? You are not your partner. Your partner is not you. You both have two separate minds, two separate bodies, two separate needs, two separate wants, okay? Stop thinking that you are one because you are in a relationship. That's not how that works, okay? That's why it's a huge waste of time and energy to like make your partner's actions and shit feel less than your own or what they need and what they want are not as important as what I need and want. Okay. Like choose to empathize with their needs instead. Okay. What better way to demonstrate maturity in your own value than acknowledging that your partner has needs that also deserve to be met. Right. Do your best to be the one who can help them meet themselves better than anyone else okay you never want to be the person that your partner has to go to someone else when they can come to you for for anything okay your partner shouldn't be out here looking for for happiness or looking for excitement or looking for needs to be met or desires to be met from anybody outside of their home period okay
And when you take things personally and you get your feelings hurt too easily, it closes off communication, right? It makes problem solving impossible. And then your relationship is always at high risk, okay? Be open to hearing what they need and what they want. Look for a common ground, okay? Stop thinking that everything needs to be an argument because it doesn't go your way. It's immature and it's a problem, okay? Also, not creating a safe space for your partner to speak openly and be who they want to be and say what they want to say is a mistake, okay? I know many of these things seem to overlap, and that's because they do cross over one another, right? The things that I'm saying. Bad habits and poor strategies that don't work are a slip, like slippery slope to ruin, okay? You heading down fast. You heading down fast, my girl. You going down. You going downhill, Okay? People have a need to be seen and heard and acknowledged and appreciated just like you do, okay? They don't want to be judged. They don't want to be manipulated. They don't want to be treated like shit. They don't want to be, you know, threatened as if they're wrong or they're broken or they ain't shit or you're not appreciative of them being in this relationship because when you make someone feel like that, then why the fuck do I want to be with you? You know what I'm saying? Why do I want to be here when you make me feel like shit? Why do I want to be here when I don't even like you? Why do I want to be here when I got to look outside of this relationship for for shit that you should be giving me. Okay? Why? Why? Why would they? Okay? And sometimes people may think they need or want things that might be real deal breakers for other people, right? But what they really needed all along was just the acceptance that came with simply hearing them out and not making them feel wrong and letting them be themselves and letting them communicate openly. And that doesn't mean that you guys always have to agree, right? Agree to disagree often. Agree to disagree often. Okay, because you guys, again, are not one person. You don't operate on one brain. Everybody's different. But you have to allow a person to be who they are. And if you don't like that person or they have changed to be someone else, because people do change, especially in a long-term relationship. If they are not who you like anymore or they're doing things that don't fit what you need anymore, end it. Move on. It doesn't have to be this big catastrophe and, oh my God, I hate them and we broke up and blah, 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 blah. It doesn't have to be that. We grew apart. We do not align anymore. I wish you the best. It is not what is best for me and you. That's it. It is really about maturity, people. It really is about maturity. Like, why would someone risk losing the greatest partner they've ever had, right? Unless you aren't the greatest partner they ever had. Someone who also happens to always see the absolute best in them, even when they themselves might not see it, right? That's a powerful attribute. And it's really, really tough to ever leave. So if you are that person and you make somebody feel better about themselves and you elevate them and you do all these things, it's going to be very hard for them to want to leave that and look elsewhere. Okay? Okay, don't shoot the messenger, people. Don't shoot me. Don't shoot the messenger. Okay. Another mistake is putting other people or things ahead of your relationship. What you fail to celebrate will eventually deteriorate. I will repeat it. What you fail to celebrate will eventually deteriorate. A relationship, like all living things, needs nurturing. It needs care. It needs ongoing nourishment if you want it to not only survive, but to thrive. Okay. And too often we get hypnotized by random unfinished business, right? Never ending demands, the shiny objects of, you know, 24 seven social media, right? We get, we get caught up in that. The key here is to have good intentions and to build a strong relationship with your partner. Okay. Because good intentions 
are the way to navigate away from breakups or divorce or whatever the case may be, right? If you value what you have, institute a regular date night, right? Go on date nights once a month. Even if it's once a month, prioritize that. I've said it a million times. Me and my wife go on date nights at least once a month. Like it is, it is a necessity. We prioritize it. We do, we do not miss that. Okay. And it's like little like check-ins, you know, or just like a couple's time, right? Like even if you're watching a movie, cuddle together, talk about it, you know, do, do little things like that. But date night is essential. If you are not dating each other, you are headed towards a breakup. I'm sorry. I do not care what anybody says. If you do not date your partner, you will not date your partner. (laughs) I mean, I don't know how else to say it, right? And this is not a time like to vent or complain. It's a time to connect, right? To wind down, to fill up, you know, each other for the next day. Like when you guys go on a date, don't sit here and talk about shit that, you know, oh my God, the bills and this and the kids and then work and blah. We're not doing that, okay? This is a time for us to connect, to enjoy ourselves, even if it's only for the night, okay? If that seems too overwhelming to do for someone, Mm, then it's probably because they don't want to date you. They don't want to take you out. They don't want to prioritize that. They don't want to make the time for that. It's not as important as something else that they may be doing. And that's just the harsh reality of it, okay? The idea is to build it as a habit, okay? Like muscle memory. You don't get in good shape by going to the gym once, right? It's accumulation of all the trips that you go to get the results that you want. Our relationship is the same thing, okay? Another one, not knowing or fulfilling each other's love language. If you knew exactly how to, you know, delight your partner over and over again and make them feel more loved and understood and appreciated than they've ever felt in their whole life, wouldn't you want to do that? Of course you would, right? I cannot tell you how many times I've heard people say, like, I've done everything. But the truth is, if they did the right thing, then there wouldn't be a crisis, right? So honestly, this is more of a total game changer. If you can learn more about your partner's love language and which one like resonates with you and your partner most, you can forget worrying about a breakup. And that's that's on it, right? So we always ask like, what is our love language? What's what's my love language? When really you should worry about their love language. You want to love them in the way that that is their love language, not in a way that's yours. That's their job to do. And I feel like a lot of people get that a little fucked up. Um, Another one, expecting your partner to think and act exactly as you do. I kind of already said this. You guys are not one brain. You guys are not one person. You guys are two separate individuals. Okay. Do you know the root cause of nearly every argument between a couple and a relationship? It's about some sort of discrepancy between their individual value, their belief, their habits, their expectations, their family, their this, their that. That's it. Okay. So give your partner room to have their own opinions and views without trying to change them or manipulate them to think the way that you think, right? And that that one's kind of hard. That one's a little bit of a struggle. So effective partnership is really about voluntarily becoming a team and, you know, kind of recognizing that you guys are a team and you guys are not one, one person, okay? Another one is losing, like, polarity and allowing attraction to, like, fizz out. I could give you a whole science lesson on magnetic attraction, right? But let me just bottom line this for you. Two energies that are polar opposites create attraction and they stick together effortlessly. This is science, people. Read a book, okay? Read a book, read a book, okay? Two energies that are the same will repel one another. 
<laughs> okay? Do not blame me. Talk to Albert Einstein. Okay? Talk to the side. Don't talk to me about it. I do not know why this is the way that it is. It just is. Okay? So, like, in this case, the energies to which I refer to would be you and your partner, right? It's not about gender. It's it's not about this or that. It's about energy, okay? You could disagree with me if you want, but a magnet still sticks whether you understand it, agree with it, or like it. A magnet will still stick, okay? Energy is characterized by many attributes, including things like, you know, logic and desire and steadiness and strength and you know, flow and flexibility, emotions. When partners are living in their core energy, they attract naturally, okay? When you are yourself, you will attract what is meant to be attracted to you. It is magnetic. When you try to be someone else, you try to move like someone else, you try to act like someone else, you try to do things like someone else, you are only hurting yourself, okay? When you look at another couple and you compare yourself to them and you do this and you try to do that, you are only hurting yourself. You are not them. They are not you. You shouldn't want to be them. They probably damn sure don't want to be you, okay? So you have to know that under pressure, you will lose your way and take on opposite attributes, okay? When that like shit is gone, it's ineffective. And in the same token, you know, partners find one another equally magnetic right you have to be magnetic and that is not when you guys are moving on the same page in the same way okay the solution is two people finding the strength to resolve you know what they once had protect it and nourish it build it back to where it was stronger okay you may come out better than you were in the beginning losing respect for one another is a big one also and as long as we're talking about opposites here there are essentially two states when it comes to living in true complete authenticity you are either living fully expressed completely repressed or somewhere in between people who are fully like expressed and are well along on the path of like self-actualization they tend to be some of the happiest and most fulfilled people that you're ever going to meet okay you you just know they are vibe they're dope i want to be around them they know what they're talking about they move a certain way i i i look up to that right i want to i admire that whatever the case may be but in the same token repressed individuals tend to live with varying degrees of like shame and unhappiness or even like self-loathing right and in fact repressed individuals often strike back through violence or like frustration or argument or they're the person that's always talking shit they're always miserable and you like ew bro like get your life together okay the beautiful thing about relationships at their best is that it's within the bounds of true intimacy right where individuals are free to be themselves and accepted and protected and whatever the case may be right one of the great ironies in the human experience is that there may be no greater force to bring two people together than true authenticity okay people who are free and make no apologies for being themselves they are seen as confident powerful compelling they don't want to be anybody else they're not trying to be anybody else and you can see when someone is trying okay you can you know when someone that's not who you are okay and you could tell when that's who you are it ju- it's just a vibe it's just an aura i can't explain it. it just is what it is right even when two parties are totally at odds with one another nothing has the power to reunite them more than vulnerability period okay and another one is overvaluing or failing to embrace change there is only one constant thing in life and that is change okay it is inevitable 
inevitable. The old joke is that women marry men thinking they'll change them. Or women, you know, have children thinking it will change a relationship or it will change a person. Men marry women thinking they'll never change, right? And somehow you're both wrong, all right? The truth of the matter is that over the course of a lifetime and over the course of your relationship, you will learn things and you will make new distinctions and you will, you know, clarify values and beliefs and all this stuff. And that will change who you are. The person that you got with X amount of years ago is not the person that is in front of you today. And neither are you. So realize that. Okay. You can either grow apart slowly or you can grow together. I say this all the time. Find a common ground. Okay. Do your best to expand whenever possible. No one says you and your partner have to be like one mind on every possible issue. Right. But you can be one heart if you simply like love them for who they are. They love you for who you are. And you know, you guys are on the same page moving forward. You guys move along with the changes. Okay. Like me, I've been with my wife for five years. Definitely not the same person I was five years ago. She is not as well. Right. But we grow together. We navigate together. We move together. Everyone is bound to change over time. No one wants to be changed or feel pressure to change. No one wants that, right? No one wants to be given ultimatums and you're going to do this or you're going to do that or I want you to be this or I'm going to do that. No one wants to hear that, right? If you don't want it to be done to you, don't do it to your partner, okay? And just understand that there are certain things that happen in relationships that are inevitable. Change is one of them, okay? Make sure you are dating each other. Make sure you are, you know, uh, building that fire for desire. Make sure that you aren't just focusing on your wants and needs. Make sure that you're dating someone that you actually like. Make sure if you are miserable in a relationship that you do everything in your fucking power to get out of that relationship, okay? And know that just because you've been with someone for X amount of time does not mean that you have to stay there. Your comfort zone will kill you, okay? Your comfort zone will kill you. Do what makes you happy for you because at the end of the day, you only have yourself. Learn to grow, learn to communicate, learn to comprehend, learn to argue in a healthy way, learn to have space without thinking that, oh my God, it's the end of the world. Learn to go out with your friends outside of your relationship. Your relationship doesn't have to be your 100% world, okay? That is unhealthy. Learn to navigate through your relationship in a healthy way that is not fucking toxic. Okay? And do not shoot the messenger. I'm just here to give you guys what I know. All right? And until next time, peace and love.